Yesterday, Mishnah started the 16th chapter of Shabbat Matzilin, about saving things from a fire. Uh, the It was rabbinically restricted, as we saw, to save items that were threatened by fire, because somebody might, you know, be uh, very upset about losing his property and come to put out the fire. We mentioned yesterday that if there's actual threat to life or limb, the fire might spread, the fire might hit uh, the gas line or something and cause a real issue that threatens human life, then certainly be permitted to put it out. We're talking about in ancient times when the buildings were stone and there wasn't really a danger of a fire spreading. Like if there was a fire in the kitchen in a stone building, then everything in the kitchen might be burned up, but not the rest of the house. Um, so that's kind of the, the situation we're talking about where they were they allowed people to save some of their things uh, so they wouldn't come to put out the fire. So Mishnah Bet, so chapter 16, the second Mishnah, Matzilin Mazun Shalosh Sudot. On Shabbat, you could save enough food for three meals. This is the famous three meals we eat on the Sabbath. Hara'ui la'adam, food fit for people. La'adam, for people. Hara'ui la'behema, la'behema. And food fit for animals, for the animals. As a reminder, we feed our animals before we feed ourselves. Ketzad, so what does he do? Or what's the situation? Nafla, deleka, belele, Shabbos. The fire started on Friday night. You know, the candles were too close to the, the pishtan, the flax or something happened. Matzilin mazon shalash sudot. You could save food for three meals. So you need to eat three meals on Shabbat. B'shachrit, if the fire started in the morning, they've already eaten their dinner the night before. Matzilin mazon shtei sudot. You save food enough for two meals. You need two more meals on Shabbat. B'mincha, after lunch. Mazon suda achat. So they would save food for for one meal. The What we call shalash sudos, uh, or the Sephardim call suda shlishit, which is the third meal. Shalash sudos just means there's three meals, three meals. So you save it for that meal. He said, we're not, we don't distinguish. We always uh, allow saving food for three meals. Brightner says, halacha is not like this, but it kind of, it's logical. Great. On to Mishnah Gimel. Matzilin sol malikikarot. You can say, you can save a basket full of loaves of bread. Even though it's enough for a hundred meals. Uh, it could be a lot of rolls in there the eagle shell devela, and a round cake of figs. We mentioned this uh, when we were talking about truma and micers, how they would press figs into a cake. And that was sort of the, fi- the finishing step. If they were making it into this cake, they would squish it down. The chavit shell yayin, or the barrel full of wine. So even though these things have more than three meals, they're one unit. You know, you grab the whole cake of fig, you grab the barrel of okay, you get the barrel of wine. That's that's the thing to get there. The Omer Lecherim, and you can also say to other people in the vicinity, Bo, come, Vitzilulechem, and save food for yourselves. So he can get assistance in removing items that might be threatened with fire. And if the people are wise, Osin Imo Cheshbon Achar Shabbat, they can make with him a reckoning, a financial settlement after Shabbat. And the partner explains what's going on here is really they're taking food that's hefker. When he when the owner says, he's making it hefker and anyone can come and take the food and it rightfully belongs to them. But if people are, are pikeach, they're, you know, they're yirish they don't want to benefit at the expense of someone who nebuch was misfortunate enough to have a fire, lo aleinu, so they might want to give him back the stuff that was his before he made it hefker but they also might want to be paid for their effort. So therefore, they could be paid by the owner 
for the the work they did in removing the stuff from the path of the fire when they give back the items that they actually rescued. Mish continues, To where may he save them? So this sounds familiar to, from Mishnah Aleph, but here it's a little different. To a chatzar that has an Eruv. Um, now what's going on is a chatzar is a courtyard. Typically it was a shared courtyard with more than one house opening up to a shared yard uh, that was walled. It was Rishos Yachid. And to make it a shared property, they would put food in one of the houses that was shared among all of the residents of that courtyard so they could all they were all equal uh, owners of the courtyard and they could all carry there on Shabbat. So we're talking about sa- taking the food out of one of these houses and putting it into the courtyard. And obviously, if there's an Eruv, the people, the other people in the, living in the courtyard could bring it to their house as well. Ben Batero Omer Afshein even though, even if it's not, they did not do the Eruv. It, no, it's, it's a Rishos Yachid. It has a, a wall around it, but because it's a shared space, rabbinically, we require an Eruv, as we're going to get to in the next Masechta, an Eruvin.